Welcome to the sixth episode of the second season of the Poetry Studio Podcast, a podcast for poetry lovers and students where I, your host, Aaron Bauer, read and discuss a poem, learn about the techniques the author used to write it, and finally offer some writing prompts to motivate your own writing journey. Today, we will be reading and discussing To Brooklyn Bridge by Hart Crane. This is the second poem we've read from Crane, so if you want to hear more about him as an author and more of his work, go back to the first episode of the second season where we read his poem, My Grandmother's Love Letters. To help demystify some of the ideas people have about poetry being complicated or hard to understand, I will be discussing one poetic device that an author uses in the poem we are reading. Today, we are going to be talking about assonance. Assonance is almost a companion to alliteration, which we discussed in the last episode. While alliteration is the repetition of the first sounds of a word, which are usually consonants, assonance is a repetition of a vowel sound in a word. For example, in the phrase, solitude suits you, the oo sound of the vowels is repeated in all three words. What is interesting here is that the oo sound is made by different vowels in each word. The letter u in solitude, the letters ui in suits, and the letters ou in you. Like most of what happens in poetry, what's important isn't how it looks, but rather it's important in how it sounds. Today's poem is a little longer than usual, so that will give you time to hear all the instances of assonance that Crane uses. Now, let's hear today's poem to Brooklyn Bridge. How many dawns chill from his rippling rest, the seagull's wings shall dip and pivot him shedding white rings of tumult, building high over the chained bay waters, liberty. Then, with invalid curve, forsake our eyes as apparitional as sails that cross some page of figures to be filed away, till elevators drop us from our day. I think of cinema's panoramic slights, with multitudes bent toward some flashing scene, never disclosed, but hastened to gain, foretold to other eyes on the same screen, and thee across the harbor, silver-paced, as though the sun took step of thee, yet left some motion ever unspent in thy stride, implicitly thy freedom staying thee, out of some subway scuttle, cell, or loft. A bedlamite speeds to thy parapets, tilting there momentarily, shrill shirt ballooning. A jest falls from the speechless caravan. Down wall from girder into street noon leaks. A rip tooth of the skies astline. All afternoon the cloud-flown derricks turn. Thy cables breathe the North Atlantic still and obscure as that heaven of the Jews, thy guardian. Accolade thou dost bestow of anonymity time cannot raise, vibrant reprieve and pardon thou dost show. O harp and altar of the fury fused, how could mere toil align thy choiring strings? Terrific threshold of the prophet's pledge, prayer of pariah and the lover's cry. Again, the traffic lights that skim thy swift, unfactioned idiom, immaculate sigh of stars, beating thy path, condense eternity. 
and we have seen night lifted in thine arms. Under thy shadows by the piers I waited. Only in darkness is thy shadow clear, the city's fiery parcels all undone, already snow submerges in iron year. O oh, sleepless as the river under thee, vaulting the sea, the prairies dreaming sod, unto the lowliest sometime sweet descent, and of the curve ship lent a myth to God. Assonance in this poem plays a strong role in focusing the reader's attention on the most important elements of the poem. For example, the first stanza ends with this line, Over the chained bay waters liberty. By ending on that word liberty, the poet is already somewhat emphasizing it. However, looking back at the stanza, you can see that Crane is already anticipating this word by the stressed I sounds throughout the stanza. We have words like chill, pivot, dip, and many more. So when we finally land on liberty, we are already expecting that sound to arrive. But then we have the subject of this poem, the Brooklyn Bridge. We have an exploration of a thing that connects people across distances and cultures. The liberty that this poem praises is somehow an essential aspect of this bridge. Also, next time, we are going to be discussing Crossing Brooklyn Ferry by Walt Whitman, which this poem is in direct conversation with, so stay tuned. On the Poetry Studio podcast, it isn't enough to enjoy and discuss a poem. We need to be inspired by it to create our own work. Here are some writing exercises inspired by To Brooklyn Bridge that you can work on. First, find a bridge or other large public structure and write a poem about what this structure means to your community. Second, choose a word to focus your reader's attention on like Crane did with Liberty. Use tools like assonance and alliteration and rhyme to build your reader's anticipation of that word. Finally, write a poem that explores how the man-made objects in your community interact with the natural ones, like the way the bridge interacts with the river in this poem. As always, if you have any comments or questions, or you complete one of the writing prompts, feel free to reach out to me at poetrystudiopodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me for this episode. If you liked it, please give me a five-star review on iTunes and share it with your friends. If you can, please become a member of the Poetry Studio Podcast by donating to my Patreon. Details can be found at patreon.com slash poetrystudio. New episodes come out each Wednesday with special bonus episodes and materials available to members. Also, written transcripts of episodes are available to members. That's all the time we have for today. Music and audio effects included in the podcast are either performed by me or are in the public domain. To Brooklyn Bridge was written by Hart Crane and is in the public domain. Happy writing and see you next week. Mm-hmm.